The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut, but if you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. That's right, the Masters class. And we have myself, WWE Hall of Famer Bully Ray, WWE Hall of Famer Mark Henry, and the innovator of violence, the landlord of the House of Hardcore, and the heart and soul of professional wrestling, the one and only Tommy Dreamer with another edition of Busted Open's The Masters Class. So really interested in diving into these minds in the world of pro wrestling like we do and we drop each and every Sunday on the Busted Open podcast that's available on Apple, Spotify, Stitcher, and Apple Podcasts. Don't forget, you can always listen to Busted Open on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156 Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern time. But but guys, welcome to the show. How are you, Tommy? How are you, Mark? How are you, Bully? I'm great. great. Wonderful. I, I, I'm always great. You know that. But you know what yeah. would make me even happier today, Dave? And what's that, Bully? If you weren't a part of the show today, because I would like to speak. It, it is a Mother's Day special of the Busted Open podcast. And I would like to speak to your lovely wife, Violetta, and Mark, no disrespect to you, my fellow Hall of Famer, but I don't want to talk to you either. I would like to speak to your lovely wife, Jana Henry. I want to speak to the strong women behind um, the, the world's strongest man and the man who invented Busted Open. They say behind every great man is an even better woman. So how about we speak with... Jana and Violetta today, and we find out the truth about Dave LaGreca and Mark Henry. Uh, Tommy, I'll what do you leave. think about that? I mean, you know, if that's what you want to do, I'll leave. I, I always thought that behind <laughs> every strong man, there was a woman shaking her head. <laughs> well, you know what, Mark? I think I could speak for you, too. I'm hungry, so, you know, I, I have no problem getting off sandwich the time. and giving it to I think it's a great idea. Because a lot of people don't understand, uh, I guess, being married to a wrestler as well as being around the real life Dave LaGreca and uh, <laughs> that influence it's had on the show, which, you know, again, like you said, he created it. And for those of you asking, Beulah uh, cannot be on the show. We, uh, we've been fighting COVID uh, and she really uh, she's now finally made a turn for the better. But she's uh, we were real sick in this house for quite some time. So uh, her voice ain't the best. 
Uh, well, and I don't Tommy, know if she particularly likes me, and I know she doesn't like Bubba because he broke her neck a long time ago. Yeah, I, I broke Tommy's wife's neck about 15 or 20 years ago, and I think she, I still don't think she's gotten over it. So don't worry, ladies. There will be no violence on the show today. So I'm going to shut up. Uh, Violetta, Jana, thank you very much for joining us today on the podcast. Jana, I'll start with you. How are you okay. doing, and are you excited to be here? I'm super excited to be here, and we're doing great. We're doing great. Thank you. And we're sending blessings because I know the COVID, no joke. So light and love and blessings to all that's fighting it. Thanks. Thank you very much. Right back mm -hmm. at you. And Violetta, hello, my darling. How are you? It's so nice to see you. Hello, Bully. Good to see you. Good to see you. Violetta, I have to ask you, how, how are things? I mean, you have to deal with Dave LaGreca on a daily basis. How do you do it? I have no idea. It's a challenge. So sometimes I just tune him out because <laughs> the guy likes to talk, as you know. It's, yeah, everything is about Dave, you know, his travel, his wrestling matches now, um, you know, his office, his man cave, decorating, um, and things like that. So he's, yeah, pretty much everything is about Dave. Now, Violetta, I got to ask you, a lot of people, I know this, Mark knows this, Bubba knows this. A lot of people think a LaGreca rant is made up or it's just like he does it for the show. But he is that passionate about professional wrestling. Does he do that at home, like while watching television as well? He does from time to time. Probably not as often um, as on this show, but he does it especially when he gets aggravated with the children and it takes a lot to test his patience. So he doesn't do it as often, but when he gets angry, this is exactly what you get at home. It's so funny. Like nobody takes him seriously when he does it at home. <laughs> <laughs> nobody takes him seriously. Uh, it's kind of like on this show. Um, Jana, one of the things that always interests me about relationships within the wrestling business, I know how obviously, Obviously, men and women who meet in the wrestling business, that's easy because we're around each other all the time. That's how Tommy and Beulah became a couple. They dated, they married, they had wonderful children. But let's I want to take you back for a second to the first time you set eyes on Mark Henry. Where was it? Do you remember how you felt? Did you say hello to him? Did he say hello to you? Kind of take us back to that moment that you two met, please. Okay, this is a good story. One of my best friends growing up um, graduated from Stanford University early. I didn't get in. I wasn't as smart as her. And she was friends with an Olympic gymnast, Jair Lynch, out of Maryland. And we were driving across the country to get back to Cincinnati, Ohio, where I lived. And I was born and raised there. And we stopped. And Mark was living there. We were poor and we were cheap. And we were staying in Jair's room in in the training center and mark heard our voices and came and knocked on the door and he's like open up security and i was like oh shit we're gonna get jair kicked out and i run and i get in the closet and he didn't leave and finally he's like open up my friend opens up the door lynn and i see the biggest blackest most beautiful man i've ever seen in my life and i was like you must be the biggest dude i've ever seen and he was like and you remind me of my favorite rapper yo-yo and we were friends since then. So I knew him before wrestling when he was trying to go to the 90, I think he was right in between the 92 and 96 Olympics. 
So wow. I've known for it since the 90s, forever. And I was going on back to West Virginia to graduate and to go to graduate school in New York City. And so I thought he was okay, but I was like, I'm about to live my best life. And um, we just stayed friends. So I've known him for a while, but it was shocking. I'd never seen a man so wide and big and funny and kind of jovial because he's, he's very lighthearted. So I've known him for a while. Funny you say that's the same exact way how I met Mark Henry, and I was in love with him since uh, then, too. <laughs> what a coincidence. Me also. <laughs> I mean, he's just massive, right? It was It's shocking, and I love sports, and I come from a sports family, but meeting Mark was a whole nother level of massiveness, I guess you would say. And for so, our Jana- listeners, you're a tiny woman. You're not, you're not super I, I, tall. I, you know what? I, I think that sometimes I'm tiny and sometimes I'm not. And so interestingly enough, I was a gymnast. I was actually the second black gymnast to ever get a full scholarship at West Virginia under Linda Burdett. I love her. She retired about five to seven years ago now. And, but I was a, a gymnast kind of built more like bigger than a Simone Biles. So if I would have been able to compete now, it would have been better. Um, just my body is more suited for what the sport has evolved into. So like I'm, I'm dating myself cause I'm 50. I was back training in the seventies. So there was compulsory routines and there were optional routines and I was strong, but not so flexible. Um, so I always felt like I wasn't as tiny as my teammates, but boy, I could vault and I could tumble. And, and so that was like, I was powerful. So I am compared to Mark. But that allows me to get a little sloppy at times, y'all. Like, I can, like, I'll be like, Jana, you know, you're pushing 175. I'm, no, I'm not. I'm like, oh, snap, I'm 175. And then I reel it back in again. And when I was pregnant with Jacob, he was like, Jana, you're going to be 220. I was 220 with Jacob and Joanna uh, before I gave birth. And then you drop it back down again. So um, I guess tiny compared to him, but normal compared to, I guess, everybody else. <laughs> I, we don't know the word normal. Um, yeah, y'all don't. <laughs> Violetta, when you were talking about what it's like to live with Dave LaGreca, you mentioned the man cave. And a man cave is supposed to be set up <clears throat> and designed by the man. But as we found out on Busted Open, <laughs> Dave didn't do anything to set up his man cave. You set up the entire man cave for him. I did. did, I did. Why, why did Dave not set up his own man cave? And is Dave even capable of setting up his own man cave? Well, he's probably capable. I would give him that. But there were several reasons. First of all, he's so lazy. He didn't want to do it. So he just came up with this scheme how I'm just going to attach one you know, shelf to the wall and show him how to do it. And he will do the rest. But... He doesn't know how to use a hammer. He doesn't know, you know, how to use a drill, how to change, you know, the bit in the drill. So none of that. I actually have all the tools. Yeah, but when we moved in together, I brought a box of tools. He, he had nothing, not one tool. So I had to kind of show him how to use the tools. And then we just came up with this idea for, the, for this room. But uh, he's just not into things like that. You know, if it's not wrestling re- related, then he just doesn't want to do it. Tommy, Violetta, you know crazy. Yeah, Tommy. Uh, Violetta, I was just going to ask you, now you grew up in Poland, correct? Yes, yes. Did you ever watch professional wrestling before this crazy no. man, Dave LaGreca, enters your no. world? I, not, not in Poland, definitely. We actually, from what I heard, we may have wrestling now in Poland. 
Uh, but when I was growing up, I had no idea. But interestingly enough, when I came here and um, with my family, and I was probably about 17 and a half, um, I actually watched wrestling on TV. And I just I just told this the craziest thing I've ever seen. You know, in, at that time, it was like um, 1988. I came from a communist country, so we had nothing. Like we had two TV channels. You know, there was nothing on TV. Um, except for probably like state-sponsored news, which was propaganda. So, so when I saw that, I, I just couldn't believe it. I, I thought it was great. So every like Saturday morning, I would watch wrestling for a while. Wow, that's, Violetta, I can't it, comprehend that, but that's amazing. <laughs> it's funny, and and Tommy, I don't know. Tell me if you agree with this. You mentioned that Dave is lazy, and oh, yes. one of the things that we get to see here on the show is like. When the show ends, when Busted Open is over, Dave looks at his honey-do list and he's like, oh, I got to throw out the garbage. Oh, I got to go do this. Oh, I got to do that. You're right. It never seems like he wants to do anything but sit on the couch, watch Police Academy and wrestling. And I think you are the man and the woman of the house. Yes, I would agree with that. Uh, So basically, (laughs) he gets his list every day. And you know what he does with his list? He actually delegates. So when I come home, the kids tell me like, well, my daughter will say, well, David had me vacuum. And then Abby will say, well, he had me walk the dog five times, you know, or something else. So, yeah. And then and then he watches, you know, Police Academy or whatever he's watching on the couch, basically, <laughs> while eating. <laughs> oh, man. Well, Jana, I, I don't think Mark Henry spent too much time on the couch during his career. And one of the most difficult things for a, a, um, a woman who is married to a wrestler or even a man who's married to a woman in the wrestling business is spending all that time home alone. And listen, me and Tommy were on the road with Mark 300 days a year. What is it like being home by yourself? with your children to raise and you basically taking on the majority of the responsibilities within your relationship and in the running of a household. How difficult is that? How did you feel about it? What was it like for you? Okay, so I'm going to rewind. One one thing that I thought was beautiful that helped me to be able to surrender to kind of running our house is um, I worked before we got married. And Mark told me, I need for you to figure, I don't want you to resent me at 40. So either go to LA or go to New York, figure out what you want to do, like do it. I support you a hundred percent. So when we do get married and you do have to hold it down, you're not mad. And I did. So I was Jana Perry at major league baseball, the office of the commissioner for six years. And I worked. And once we got married and had Jacob, it was a wrap because I wasn't raising Jacob. My parents were too old. Mark's parents were deceased. And so he was like, Jay, you gotta, you gotta raise Jacob. So I surrendered. When Mark's not in town, we have a good old time because it's on my schedule and I'm very um, structured. So like, we're going to go to bed. We're not going to eat all the junk. There's no Doritos. And we can do Doritos sometimes with like all the like, let's go to Chicken Express. Let's go get a Snickers. Let's go. Uh, they cheat behind my back. So we're, we're very like together. And he kind of comes in and got to be Disney dad, which I resent it for a while. And then when I get too angry, I leave him with the kids and they sorry mom okay Jana can you come back um but you're right being Mark being on the road it was almost 20 years it's a lot it it was it was a lot um on us but it was okay because 
mm, of how I structured the house. So he got to come. I kind of was happy to see him come and happy to see him go so we could get back to our schedule, if that makes sense. But it's a lot. I've and, uh, and wrestled been... Mark. Uh, go ahead. Go ahead. No, you're fine. Go ahead. Uh, I've wrestled Mark um, when Mark was becoming a, a vicious heel. Um, did you ever fear for your safety or your kid's safety because of what you thought fans or, or ever have like a really bad experience with fans because your husband uh, pushed his heel character to the limit? I've never had a bad experience. Mm -mm. The only bad experience I probably had was when I married Mark. My brother was a big wrestling fan. And I was like, it's all right. Okay, whatever. I'm over here. So when I married Mark, it kind of ruined my brother. Like, you took the only thing I love and you married someone who's in the business <laughs> and all like, you know, and you took my brother, literally 15, John, he's 55, 15 years to come to like come to be behind the curtain because he loved it. He didn't want to know. I don't want to know. He went to be in suspended belief. So it, it, once he got in, he was like, I get it. But um, no, I, I didn't. I was concerned for Mark because Mark suppressed that inner anger because his mom raised him like, you're so big. And so they'll shoot you, Mark. Like you can't. You, he never. I don't think he really wanted to play the angry character, but that was where the money was. And he had it in him. I think it was brilliant. And how Vince got it out of him, I thought was interesting, but kind of brilliant. Um, but I never was scared. Really, the kids uh, and I laugh. People should be scared of me more than Mark, because I'm Mama Bear. I will come in and eat somebody's face off. Play with Jacob and Joe. I'm coming in. So yeah, I'm kind of the meanie one, not him. I like it. He's a never. So when I was around you, always the, the sweetest. Oh, <laughs> thank you. Violetta, I kind of want to get your answer to what I had asked uh, Jana earlier about that first time that you met Dave. I mean, you come from Poland where men named Pujanowski walk around the streets at 300 pounds and lift up mules and are good with a plow. And then you come to America and you met Dave. A Swiss guy with an Italian last name. Do you remember the first time that you met Dave? And Dave considers himself a little bit of a ladies' man every now yes. and then. So, yeah. So do you remember <laughs> what he said to you when you guys first met? Um, yeah, it's actually a great story. So we actually met on a dating website out of all places, which is amazing. Uh, you know, this is this is his third marriage and my second. So imagine that. So we met about seven years ago and we decided to meet for coffee um, in a really pretty town here in uh, New Jersey. And they have um, this main street and has like restaurants and coffee places and a bookstore. So uh, we went, it was a day after Thanksgiving. We went to Starbucks for coffee and he just walked in, he gave me a hug, and I noticed that he's wearing orthopedic shoes. And this, and, and, and they're actually not orthopedic shoes. These are just the shoes he bought, but they look like they're orthopedic. So like my first question in my head was like, what's wrong with him? <laughs> because he's too lazy to tie his own shoes, right? Oh, uh, maybe, I don't know. Uh, it, but. Yeah, that's but but it was it was actually a great date. We we went for coffee. Uh, he was wearing fingerless gloves, 
um, in a coffee place, you know, and he was wearing like this jacket that he got as a gift from someone, but it looked, he told me it was custom made, but he kind of looked homeless. So with the gloves and, you know, the shoes, but, but still we had such a good time. He took me to, um, a bookstore. And he uh, pulled out, I think it was Jericho book, and there was a little dedication to him. So he showed that to me. (laughs) (laughs) By the way, I'm famous first date person. Look at this book. I actually Googled him, and I I work for a court system. So I ran him through the system just to make sure he's okay, you know. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so we had a nice date. He took me for a ride and I know better than to get in a car with a stranger. But by then I realized he works for a radio and, and I was just thinking, well, he's going to lose his job if he's going to try to do anything. So, so we just went for a ride and, you know, we've been, I guess in, in all this time, we've been together for about seven years. There was probably just one time that we didn't see each other except for the times when he travels, but we always like find time to, you know, just spend time with each other. We just, we actually like each other's company. Uh, you know, it's these. interesting guys. This is, nope. you know, it's really interesting. Uh, during the pandemic is the most time I've ever spent with Mark in all the years since 93 that I've met him. And the kids are like, Oh, can Dad go back to work? Because this is really <laughs> extra, Mom. And then it's not anymore of, so, Mom, what do you do all day when we're going to school? And uh, they're like, Mom, we're sorry that we ever questioned you. And God love you. There's a special place in heaven for you. And we all, uh, but we still are together. So, like, now would I do this again? Mm-mm. I was like, I'm one and done. Violetta, God bless you. Because, like, <laughs> this is my one and done husband. I'm good after this. But it was fun to kind of be together and cook in and eat in and we play uno and have people have tantrums because they lose because i'm the queen of everything because i just know how to win and it was it's so it was fun for us to be but it could have gone left y'all real quick it could have i mean in all the years i've never been around mark that many consecutive days ever interesting tommy what do you say we invite dave and Mark back into the conversation and kind of let them in on some of the answers that we heard from Violetta (laughs) and Jana and see how they feel about them. Well, that's not the dating game, and I don't want to have a divorce show either. Um, That's your call. You're you're hosting it. Yeah, I I want to see how Mark feels about uh, being around the house so often now and his kids going, uh, Ma, you think we can get rid no, of you know what? for a little <laughs> We don't tell them their answers. We just hear their answers so the, the listeners could just be like, oh, or oh. Okay, okay. That's a good idea. So, what, Jana, why don't you invite Mark back in? Violetta, why don't you invite Dave back in and have them sitting next to you? Okay. Oh, I can't wait to get on the Greco about all this stuff. He name dropped Jericho. Can you believe it? On his date. Awesome. That's awesome. By the way, I'm very famous. I have many leather bound books. <laughs> Bully, I thought you were going to talk about how she taught, uh, taught him how to use his tool. Oops. Tool, tool, wow. tool. You missed that one. I was like, where is Bully Great today? We're a family friendly <laughs> podcast. <laughs> it's a very family friendly podcast. I was going to ask you if he laid any of that sexual chocolate lines on you when you first be like, hey, how you doing? I'm Mark Henry. I'm the world's strongest man. You know? <laughs> oh, he did. He wrote me poems and letters and all very sweet, very sensitive. And he I wrote knew he you was good. poems? 
Ooh, if I would have known, I would have brought some. He could probably recite one. Recite a poem that you wrote me. Yeah, Mark, let's hear one of these poems that you wrote for your hey. life. Re- recite a poem that you wrote me now. Do not judge me, sir. <laughs> I, I actually have the privilege of owning, what? owning this, sir, the 2000 owning. poem of the year. If you, go on so, if you go on social media, when Owen Hart passed away, I wrote a poem that won the 2000 poem of the year. So. For, for what, hon? The burn when you cry. Oh, yeah, I know that, but what did it, it won it in what? It was one of those internet deals. Uh, okay. But you can't remember I, I, one that you wrote me? <laughs> mm. I'm, I'm, I'm mm. trying to come up with the best ones. <laughs> Every place Falling. I've ever been, I've watched the sunrise. One day I hope to see my sun rise in your eyes. Or my daughter, it doesn't matter. All we need is to be together. Children are so much a blessing. This is what my heart's confessing. God will show you from above the many ways I express my love. Oh, you better be about that life. You just got over hugely. I was going to bury you for writing poems, but that was so nice. You so got over with me. I would have sex with you right now. <laughs> right now, I would have sex with you. <laughs> well, not not to be outdone. I did write oh, a poem Dave. for. Oh, you I sound like Ed Robinson. You sound like Ed Robinson, Dave. Just sit back in the corner. As a matter of fact, give Violetta the headphones back. We don't even want to talk to you after that poem. Now, now, Dave, put your headphones back on. <laughs> Roses oh, are red, violets are blue. When I pull out my <laughs> wait, 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 wait. <laughs> did you notice how he dodged it? when she picked up the coffee. <laughs> Shell shock. For our listeners, Violetta just picked up her coffee. Dave thought she was going to hit him with it. That was awesome. Wow. All right, so, Bob. Dave, Dave, Tommy, yes. go ahead. You start. I was going to say, Bully uh, wanted to bring you guys back on. Uh, for you, Mark, we're talk about uh, this is the most time you and your wife have spent since the pandemic. Uh, since you've been together, how is, uh, how do you feel that's going for you? I think it's been going pretty good. Um, I got a chance to get on her nerves a few times, but more than anything, I got to, I got to spend time with them is what I wanted to do is why I quit in the first place. I didn't quit because of injury. I didn't quit because, um, I lost the passion or love for pro wrestling. As you can hear every week. I got a lot of passion for for the business. Uh, I, I wanted to be with them, and I, I got my wish. And so, see, <laughs> we got an all moment from the world's strongest man. Yeah. Damn it, Tommy! I will fly to New Jersey and kick you <laughs> right in the box. <laughs> Jana said that the first time you met, you knocked on the door and you pretended to be security, and then you went and you found her hiding in a closet. Is this true, yeah, Mark? That's one hundred percent true. <laughs> so basically, and I was like, "Listen, I heard voices. You're not in here by yourself." And then she comes walking out of the closet, <laughs> just as pretty as I wanted to be, wasn't I? Too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you find them up. <laughs> so, 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 Dave. Yes, Violetta was describing to us how mm. you initially met. And I think you've told us on the show that you guys met on a dating app. Um, I'm not quite sure how she read your bio and said yes, but we'll, 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 we'll discuss that at a, at a later date. Can you tell us about your first date at Starbucks? What were you wearing that day, Dave? 
<laughs> oh man! First of all, was it a date, quote on date? Like it was like a meetup because coffee, you know, coffee, like, coffee, coffee, a little coffee. And she looked beautiful. She was sitting there waiting for me because you know I had to be a little fashionably late. I don't want to make sure I was a couple of minutes later than the time I was supposed to be there. Because you know you want to make the sneak in. You want to be able to to peekaboo a little bit. Um, I'm sure she described what I was wearing a certain way, an outdated leather jacket and uh, uh, <laughs> and medicated shoes and stuff like that. I know how she probably described it, but uh, I was very, very handsome. You know, why were you wearing handsome. why were you wearing orthopedic Orthope shoes? I wasn't wearing orthopedic shoes. They were just they were more comfortable shoes. I like Did they have laces or velcro. No, they had laces. They definitely had laces, but I was looking more for comfort than style at that time in my life. Now, Dave, I got to ask you, you're sitting there, you're across the, the table from this beautiful woman, and I don't know if what's going through your head, do you, are you thinking, man, you got a shot? Is there any way that you can do something to impress her? <laughs> Well, you told everything, didn't you? <laughs> uh, yep. Yes, we just we may have just happened to be walking by a bookstore, and she's a big reader, and she loves books. So we were kind of going through, you know, all the different books that she likes, and I was nodding, pretending like I knew what title she was talking about. And we just so happened to possibly walk by uh, Chris Jericho's yeah. latest release, and I just... You know, happened to fall on page 136 where he mentions me. So uh, that might or might not have happened the first time I met the lovely Violetta. Oh, so you best. name dropped Chris Jericho. Not that she knew who Chris Jericho was. But I'm in a book. Stretch of the imagination. Yeah. But hey, I'm in a book. Oh, wow. that book right there. I'm, I'm in it. I'm, I'm in Will that you book. Please have sex with me now. <laughs> How did you know that was. It's been way too long. Oh, my heart hurts. <laughs> I can honestly say way too long has never been said out of any woman's mouth when I've been with them. But anyway. <laughs> that's why you're the fun size Snickers, and that's why yeah, that's Mark why is the king size Snickers. Snickers. <laughs> <laughs> Well, this has been quite interesting. Tommy, what else do you have for Mark and for Dave? Uh, I don't have much uh, except for the for the ladies. I would like to say for Violetta, I have known Dave. I, I call him my brother from another mother. And everything that he always talks about, uh, even on the show, um, he loves you so much. And he'll always like, I have to check with my wife. He always puts you ahead of everything. And uh, I think that's a testament to the the woman that you are. And Jana, uh, I've known you since I've known Mark. He has always had you on this pedestal. And for the family that you've given him, uh, I'm getting emotional, but he loves you so much. And thank you, Tommy. And it's Bully, great to I, see people. It's great to see people like that. And when we came off the road and, and retirement or semi-retirement, it's hard. But when you have that home life and, and we've missed our family when we're on the road so much, but when we're, we do, and we break our bodies down for our family, but it's proof when I look at the two of you, like you're, you're, you're worth it. 
and he loves you so much. I just know that. Very kind. You know, I have to share with you, um, because you all are like so recognizable, and with Jacob growing into being a young man and competing and all, and you know how it is. You come, and you're like, it's that Mark Henry, and it could be disruptive, you know. And at one point, he was like, felt he put so much pressure on himself to do well and he's like it's so hard because I've got dad and I was like it's really beautiful that you have your dad and and he was like sometimes I just want to say don't come dad it's too much it's too much pressure and and I was like but you're so fortunate your dad can come oh he cried and he cried and I was like your dad wants to be there with you and has sacrificed so much for you and he was so embarrassed that he even spoke those words because I'll tell you Mark will go up and it's not just for Jacob and Joanna it's for all the kids it's for all the Austin Strider kids it's for all the kids who play with Jacob football or anywhere I can't even tell you how many kids he's helped and if he can help you, if you take the help, great. If you don't, that's okay, too. But um, I appreciate that. I, I appreciate you you seeing that because um, I don't know. Was it hard for you to come off the road? Mm-mm. You really were. You were. I was ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> and it was an adjustment. It, it really was an adjustment. And, you know, you get used to the attention and the limelight and the movement and all. Uh, now, has Mark ever packed these children to fly anywhere by himself? Hell no, you haven't, have you? <laughs> nope. Jake is 15, y'all. And sometimes I'm like, come on, you can't just get yourself. But he's so organized from, which you know, Tommy and Bully, y'all have to put the clothes in and go. And you know how to pack up quickly and get out quickly and come back and not forget your boots and not forget your phone charger and not forget. And I was like, I just one, one time this summer, I want you to pack up the kids and go without me. And see done. Thank you. That's it. That's it. But it's bring them over to my house. Tell us where we, you can't tell them where I. You can't tell me where to go though. I, I want. I'm gonna pick and we're going. That's fair. And and Dave, I have to tell Dave. Thank you. Like he, you're his brother. Like all of y'all, y'all are his brother. Thank you for um, believing in him when other people didn't. Thank you for giving Mark an opportunity. I will tell you all. Sometimes I'm like. Oh, Jesus, if he doesn't talk a little faster, because <laughs> I'm like, speed it up, speed up, because I'm a little bit hyper. I'm like, oh, you're going too long, you're going too long. Uh, <clears throat> uh, but thank you, because he loves y'all, and this has been so fun, and it's been great for Jacob and Joanna to see Mark do something else, because they missed lifting. They saw you wrestle a little bit, right? And then, but for to see him kind of redefine himself in the next round and to see you all do it too it's really been good for jacob and joanna and me i would say so thank you dave uh, thank you thank you thank you for those Excellent. kind words you're awesome thank you well mm. jana there's definitely a spot waiting for you up there in the pearly gates it's reserved for you and and, and violetta <laughs> violetta violetta dave please give the head sex ba uh, back to your lovely wife love violetta you, you know how i feel about you um just to give you a, a little heads up on something that's been going on, you know about Dave and Thunder Rosa, and they might meet up again in a wrestling ring. They might have a rematch. Dave has expressed that he wants to come to wrestling school. He'd like to come to the Team 3D Academy. He'd like to be trained by me and Tommy properly, so he has a shot of defeating Thunder Rosa. But he says that you're in charge of the finances at the house. You control all the money. So I think we might have to work out a trade. 
And, uh, you know, I'll let you discuss it with him, uh, either money or pierogi, whatever you want to trade out with me and Tommy will be fine with us. But don't tell Dave. It'll be our little secret. Okay. (laughs) He can't hear you, you know, with all the wrestling he's been doing lately, you know, flying all over the place, going to Texas. We can only afford one headset, so he has no idea what's going on. He's a big star now. Does he act like a big star at the house? All all the time. (laughs) He's in a few more books now, Violetta, so he upgraded. We're going to have to go this weekend to the bookstore and see. (laughs) All right, Dave, since this is the Busted Open podcast, since you did invent this show, why don't you wrap up this awesome talk that we've had with everybody and take it home? Well, thank you to uh, Bully Ray for being the the moderator, along with Tommy Dreamer. Thanks to uh, my amazing wife, Violetta, uh, Mark's amazing wife, Jono, who's an amazing person, and they're such an awesome couple. So I'm so glad to have this opportunity to do this Mother's Day special. I hope the fans and the other mothers out there have enjoyed this special as well. Make sure you listen to the podcast, the Busted Open Masters class that's dropped each and every Sunday. You could subscribe, rate, and like on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Spotify, and Pandora. And as always, listen to Busted Open Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon. So thank you, everybody, for in. Enjoying, I hope, and listening to this amazing special. Again, this is another edition of the Masters class on Busted Open. Thanks for listening. Catch us Monday through Saturday on Busted Open from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM. Fight Nation Channel 156. The Busted Open Podcast. Busted Open is part of the Sirius XM Podcast Network. The executive producer is Ed Robinson. The associate producer is Gabby Laspisa. Andy King is the director of sports podcasting for SiriusXM. Special thanks to SiriusXM Senior Vice President of Sports Programming and Podcasting, the legendary Steve Cohen, and SiriusXM Fight Nation Program Director, Marissa Rivas. SiriusXM Podcasts. Reese's peanut butter cups are the greatest, but let me play devil's advocate here. Let's see. So, no, that's a good thing. Uh, <laughs> that's definitely not a problem. Uh, Reese's, you did it. You stumped this charming devil. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.